Tahomas gently releases Midnight and (laughs) (laughs) greets Aranya in mediocre Elvish. everyone, welcome to Infinite Quest, a 5th edition D&D actual play podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Castagna and Dungeon Master, and let's introduce the cast. I'm Lauren Camp, and I'll be playing Gishan. She is a dragonborn paladin. I'm Grant Riedel, I'll be playing a human ranger named Tahomas. I am Jack Ewing, and I will be playing a human bard by the name of Vraxis. I'm Nikki Soltis, I'll be the wood elf rogue Aranya. All right, uh, everyone ready? Let's do this. All right, let's get started. Okay, so we're going to begin the story with Gashan. Gashan, you've been traveling with a caravan the last three days. They hired you for protection because you seemed like a fierce warrior. You're just now leaving the forest, and the trees give way to the Valley of Mistledale. You don't know much about this place. It's a 100-mile-long valley and 30 miles wide, and was formed when a meteor crashed here several thousand years ago. You were sent here because there's trouble brewing in the valley. The sun is beginning to set and you can see a light fog is starting to collect on the valley floor. The cart you're walking beside starts to stir a little bit as the person laying there begins to wake up. You hear a groggy voice speak up. Oh, uh, hello. What am I doing here? Help me? Uh, Braxis? I will, uh, like, wipe my hand across my head and kind of my eyes will will pry open. Be like, oh, hello, my dear. Didn't recognize you. You seem scalier than I remember. (sighs) She's used to this. Okay. Um, you don't know what you're doing here. What? What? Oh, I'm sorry. I had a, a few cocktails last night and perhaps I... Again. It happens. It's a problem. But we'll work on it together. (laughs) After about an hour on the card, you guys are approaching the capital of Mistledale, a town you know as Ashvin Ford. On your way there, you pass a few curious sites, a lot of uh, abandoned farms. They look kind of dilapidated, broken down. Fields are kind of overgrown. And you passed by one field in particular, and you saw a bunch of crows kind of pecking at some kind of something laying on the ground. You weren't sure what it was. As you pass through the gates, where the guards, they look kind of weary, they wave you on through, the fortifications of this town are kind of ramshackle. Uh, You notice there's a lot of people milling about, a lot of uh, merchants that are unloading their carts in the center of town. You pass by a blacksmith, a general store, a couple of temples. Any of the the churches have any religious symbols that bear any semblance to something I should be concerned about? Concerned about no, but you recognize one of the religions as the Temple of Tyr, God of Justice. Mm -hmm. And as the cart pulls up into the center of town, the caravan master pays you your 10 gold each, bids you farewell, and you guys are just now hanging out in the center of town. Nearby, there is a tavern, and you can kind of hear like voices inside and people like kind of drinking and being a little rowdy 
a sign hangs above it that says the White Hart Inn. Do you need another drink? Well, I was thinking perhaps if it's not too early, we can get started again, yes. The sun's setting. You can get started again. I'll attempt to place my arm gently on her back and lead with her into the bar. She is kind of weirded out, just in general, but she goes along with it. I look over and give a big smile and be like, we're going to have a good time today. I can that does feel. not help. <laughs> we're going to be carried forward. <laughs> All right. You guys enter this bar, and it's pretty packed inside. Uh, there is a, a large bar that dominates one uh, side of the room. There's these large timber pillars that are supporting the roof. And it's a multi-story establishment. Probably has some rooms upstairs. The tap room is packed with a lot of different people. You see kind of uh, what looks like farmers around, townsfolk, and quite a bit of adventurers. You don't see many empty tables to sit down at, but there is a few spots open at the bar. And you kind of glance over the other side of the room and you just see that there's this older looking moon elf. She's got kind of silver and bluish black hair, and she's just now fiddling with her lute. She's beginning to play a song. Oh, really now? Would you, uh, would you like a drink, my lady? Sure. I will uh, make my way towards the barkeep and uh, summon him over if possible. Okay. Um, him or her. her? There is a woman behind the bar. She's a uh, tan woman. She's slightly taller than average, and she's got black hair. And the thing you notice most about her is that she has a ring of rose tattoos around her neck. Hmm. I will uh, pull out my coin purse and kind of place it haphazardly on the counter. Maybe a copper piece falling out, unintentional, of course. And I'll look her and say, uh, some ale, please, if you'd be so kind. Ale? And you? Does your kind drink beer or ale? Yes. Fair enough. What would you like? I'll have what he's having. Right, two ales. It's a soft start you'll enjoy. She fills up two tankards of ale and sets them down on the bar in front of you. We, uh, we go about consuming them for the foreseeable future until something interesting happens. All right. <laughs> I'm Sounds listening good. to the music. Okay. Yeah. It's quite soothing, actually. This, this bar that, I, uh, that you guys walked into, the White Heart Inn, was kind of rowdy at first, but now it's kind of like died down a little. You see that around the room as you're glancing around, Gashan, you see that there are uh, different groups of adventurers doing their own thing. So, Aranya, you just arrived in the White Heart about an hour ago, and one of the first things you saw when you entered this bar, other than the normal kind of filled with adventuring traveling types, is this forest hermit. He was a trader with your village, and he didn't really leave the forest much, but it's very strange seeing him here inside the bar. Aranya's going to immediately start running toward him, shouting, Tahomas! Tahomas has that look of uh, delight when an introvert's at a party and knows no one there and it's super awkward and finally has an opportunity to talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that look. I, I know that feeling. Yeah, I think we all, we all know that feeling. Yep. <laughs> you're five drinks in, you've ate a bunch of fucking shrimp cocktails. <laughs> And you're just like... You've, like, already hung out with the cat for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I drop the cat as, <laughs> as Ronnie approaches. <laughs> Gently. <laughs> there is a bar cat here. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, scrounging around, like, eating food from people's plates. 
clawing at people's hands. Classic bark cat. Tahomas gently releases Midnight and <laughs> <laughs> greets Aranya in mediocre Elvish. Cute. Uh, Aranya's just like, what brought you out of the woods? Long time no see. Turns out cities have cool things. You sound convinced. I'm on the fence. <laughs> what are you looking for here? Just something new and different? I tried the shrimp cocktail. Oh. Decided to give up hermacy. <laughs> hermacy? Yes. Is that a word? <laughs> yes. Okay. It it's is a word now. now. <laughs> I mean, he's a hermit. Who knows? Both of you guys see a, what looks to be like a city watchman uh, with a kind of faded blue cloak enter the tavern and he's got a parchment rolled up in one of his hands he's kind of an older gentleman with a you know, kind of a unkept beard and he strides over to one of the walls and he kind of tacks uh, some kind of parchment on it and he glances around the room he kind of looks a little dour kind of gruff and he's like he just kind of announces out to no one in particular he's like uh, gestures towards the wall and says, there's work over here if anyone's looking for stuff. Just grumbles to himself and walks out of the bar. And you guys look back at the bartender and she just kind of shakes her head. Goes back to cleaning up the bar. Serving drinks. I will continue twisting my uh, freshly waxed mustache and stare over at the board. Can I see... Uh... Is it? Is it look like multiple listings or just one? There, there seems to be like a kind of a, a lot of pieces of paper. You, uh, you notice there's another two curious people that are like staring at this, the board. Their backs are to you, but you can see it's a, well, it's uh, appears to be a wood elf and an older gentleman sitting right next to her. They're sipping on a couple of beers. So yeah, the two of you were sitting there catching up, and you saw the city watch come in and he um he posted a piece of paper up on the what looks like the message board that's like right in front of your table he said something you might have heard something around like freaking adventurers uh adventuring does that sound fun to you sounds fun to me yeah let's do that excellent let's check check out this sign okay you guys stand up and uh investigate the uh freshly post sign <laughs> Uh, Raxus, upon the approach of these two strangers to these signs, feels a tinge of jealousy that they are perhaps reading them first. I don't know why. <laughs> but I look over at my uh, my mate here, and <clears throat> do you think they're going to take our missions from us? Depends on if they could actually complete it on their own. Like, let's go see what they are. Works for me. Excellent. All right. As you guys are deciphering this like poorly handwritten note here, it looks like it was just scrawl that super lazy. Whoever this this person might have been a doctor. It's that <laughs> terrible handwriting. But you definitely see twenty gold pieces. Um, as you guys are looking it over, Aranya, you kind of feel like two people walk up behind you, and you turn and look, and this is the first person you see. So I'm about six foot six, and I think I I settled on two twenty five. It's reasonable, maybe still a little thin for a dragonborn. She has brass skin, scales, hence the scalier than usual. <laughs> uh, her eyes are gold, and she doesn't really have hair, per se. What would you say she has? 
She basically has predator dreads. Sweet. <laughs> the sweetest. She stands out. Well, what is she uh, wearing? Mm. I mean, you're not naked, right? No. Okay. Um, I don't know how dragonborns live, actually, even though I'm the dungeon master of this world. <laughs> right. She's in a world of mostly humans, so she, as much as she can, attempts to dress like them. Uh, she has chainmail, though, and it's at least somewhat obvious, based on the style of things she's wearing, that she's a paladin. Is your uh, holy symbol prominently displayed or even visible at all? She's in a new place, so it's not visible at all. Okay. And you did hear trouble with Brew in this valley, mm-hmm. so understandable. So uh, standing next to her is... Yeah, Vraxa stands 5'11 when he isn't uh, slouching, uh, lounging, or shambling. Uh, his tan... Or really drunk. Yeah, or, or quite drunk. He definitely shrinks at least a foot. Uh his tanned and sea salt and hardened skin contrasts with his cold blue luskin eyes. Uh, he has a mop of dreaded and frizzy black hair that sprouts from a otherwise trichome hat that has seen worse for wear. And um, he has like a, a collection of scarves that he's wearing around his, uh, uh, around his chest that's hiding what is probably a gold chain laden black curly haired situation underneath them. <laughs> He uh, has a leather vest, leather pants, and some uh, very heavily worn leather uh, sea boots that look very out of place considering the, uh, the climate. Mm-hmm. We're quite the pair. It's duality. Mm. duality. Gishan and Braxis, these two turn around and actually face you. Go ahead and describe yourselves. You see the elf first. So Aranya's about 5'6 and 110 pounds, so pretty slight. Uh, but she carries it herself as if she thinks she's much taller than that. Uh, so she's got black hair braided in a ridge along her scalp. Uh, she's wearing some tall, dark leather boots, just large amounts of dark leather <laughs> armor and decorations. Uh, her boots are strangely spotless, considering that she may have been adventuring around. And uh, other than that, all her clothing's kind of green and woodsy looking. And uh, Tahomas, what do you look like? Uh, Tahomas looks up at the much taller party around him. He stands all of five foot four. And as, as you guys stare straight down on his balding scalp, you notice that he's made an attempt at a beard to compensate, which has failed. Uh, <laughs> an attempt to blend in with city folk fashion. He's got what looks like an attempt at tie dyeing, also failed uh, as an <laughs> undershirt. Tie dyed hermit. Yes. <laughs> well, use city folk in your fancy colors. Uh, over that, there's some very, very, very hodgepodge, multiply sewn leather armor, which is for combat purposes still effective. And uh, he's got two short swords not matching on either belt, and uh, two belts. He's got two belts. That just happened. <laughs> it looks cooler that way. Yes. Uh, the eyebrows still exist, so that's about what's le- what's left of the hair and uh, and kind of dull, dull brown eyes. We are quite the bunch. Yes. Okay, so you guys are kind of awkwardly standing face-to-face. No one here really seems aggressive, with the exception of Kashan, maybe. I mean, you've... Tahomas, I don't think you've ever seen a dragonborn. And Aranya, well, I don't know, have you seen a dragonborn before? No. Okay, so it's actually kind of shocking to see. You've heard of these creatures. 
Not even in paintings? There's no paintings of dragonborn adorning just everything? You actually look at the wall and there's a painting of a dragon. It's a red one. Yeah. Gross. I don't, know, is it, I, I don't know if that's a cousin of yours. Not, not recently. Are you made of money? Oh, man. Not that you can have. She's trying to read the sign over them because she's just so much taller than them that she's trying to ignore them and just read what's on the... Actually, did you pull that sign off the wall or is it still on the message board? Well, as they get closer and clearly have no interest in speaking to me, but rather in reading the sign, Aranya is going to pull the sign off the wall and kind of like hold it toward herself. Oh, okay. And then begin reading it aloud to the group. (laughs) I go from furled brow to delight that I'm being read to. <laughs> this doesn't happen very often. Kishan tries to grin. <laughs> yeah, you're not sure if it's a grimace or not. <laughs> but describe your grin, Kishan. Well, this this is a, is a closed mouth style because she's just realized that here are two individuals who have not seen Dragonborn before, so she doesn't quite want to show her teeth immediately. It might be a lot. The sign reads that there are wolves that have been raiding some of the nearby farms and killing livestock. The city watch will offer a reward of 20 gold pieces to each person that slays these wolves and five gold each for their pelts. For further questions, inquire with Captain Dolgren at the city barracks. So, uh, so, anyone interested? I mean, I know we just met and maybe this is too soon and all, but it seems like wolves are dangerous in these parts. You wouldn't perhaps be interested in joining forces, at least temporarily. You've skills to contribute to such an effort? Uh, I would be able to tend wounds, perhaps, if you were to lose them to said wolf. That sounds pretty good. I'm uh, not good at that. I could serenade you when you sleep. (laughs) This is getting weirder. (laughs) I could play Chilean pen flutes (laughs) for your enjoyment. Are you inviting me on a wolf hunt or a nice evening out at the tavern? It is, it is a hybrid of both. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, wolves are very, very, very dangerous. And yeah. It sounds like there's many. True. To home assess, are, are you two a team? I mean, uh, uh, yes. Why, yes. We are quite a uh, famous duo of adventurers here that are... Here to grace your presence, and I'll give a deep bow to the point where my hat flops off. Gishan does not do a good job of stopping herself from rolling her eyes. (laughs) That's her species way of saying, great idea. (laughs) She nods. Aranya looks at both of them and then says, well, Tahomas and I are old adventuring buddies, and we've got quite the skill set under our belts, too. I can tell you he has the years on him. How, how old does Tahomas look? I don't know if we covered that. I know you're balding. Tahomas is 41. Tahomas looks 50. <laughs> all right. Cool. <laughs> Just glad we cleared that up. All those years spent sleeping outdoors. He looks yeah. wise. Yeah. You should have worn more sunblock, really. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is very apparent. <laughs> or just had scales. Well, not everyone can grow those. Pity for them. Well, uh, I think we might have something going here. I'm Aranya. I'll be our fearless leader. I'm nominating myself. Uh, Tahomas, 
That's me. My my dear old friend. Yes, way back. <laughs> I'm convinced. And I mean, none, says, you unconvincingly. Are? I'd be like, uh, I am Vraxus. I am the epic adventure I spoke of earlier at your service today. <laughs> and you? I'm Gishan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> She's working on that. <laughs> well, she does look famous, too. She the, does. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Some kind of tall, very, her armor is like pretty much spotless, actually. She looks well dressed compared to well, Fraxis. I mean, Fraxis is well dressed. It's just a little bit worn out, right? It's unkempt. Unkempt. Stained. It's a different style. Yeah, Moist. different style. Oh no! <laughs> you guys are not anywhere near the sea, although it is misty out right now. Your boots just moist. like take up water from the just atmosphere. Per- perpetually moist boots that just squeak incessantly. Boots minus squishing minus one. Minus three to stealth checks. <laughs> He's squishing. I'm clanking around. I mean, super quiet. Activate. And just for some fun uh, contrast, Aranya is both kempt and silent. <laughs> You're just making old man noises over there? <laughs> all creaking all the time. Thomas breathes loud and creaks a lot. Right. <laughs> you guys do notice that there is actually, so uh, as you guys have kind of decided here and you're facing the, this board with everyone at Aranya's back, looking over her shoulder at this note, that on the board itself, there's actually a lot of different parchments, some in similar handwriting, but it looks like some of them have been there for a while. Uh, what are some of these other, if not dusty, scrolls on this uh, this posting board? Some of them are a, uh, a reward for goblin and hobgoblin raiders, need for caravan guards, and there is some other notes about like uh, investigating the uh, disappearances in the eastern farms, and then other ones like slay the beast in the woods. Some some of them are actually like quite minor, like. Looking for a farmhand willing to pay one gold per 10 day. I follow it and I retire. <laughs> it's been fun, you guys. Great game. Great and game. Great game, and there was a party of three. <laughs> well, We've tentatively agreed to be together. So are we staying here tonight or are we going to go find Captain Dahlgren immediately? Let's go chat up Captain Dahlgren and uh, maybe get going in the morning. All Sounds goes well. Good. Yes, I think, uh, and then perhaps we should celebrate this new endeavor when our return. Yes. Don't celebrate too hard. <laughs> Just a bit. Just carry me if I fall asleep. <laughs> Leaving the bar, Aranya, you're pretty much familiar with this town. You've been here like three times. Going by the barracks, uh, you see there's a couple of guards outside. They seem to be practicing their sword work and their uh, their archery on some dummies and uh, another two are sitting down looks like they're playing cards and drinking but they pay you no mind good evening gentlemen <laughs> well one of the guards looks up and she's like um <laughs> and gentlewomen a... <laughs> she, she just looks kind of perturbed what can i do for you is captain dahlgren around Mm-hmm. inside Thank she goes back you. to her cards Going through the door into the barracks, you see it's one giant room that looks to be part mess hall, part sleeping quarters, and part storage. You see there's a couple of guards sleeping in cots. 
there's a few that are just kind of eating and then on the far side of the room you see the gruff old guard with the uh, faded blue cloak who entered the bar earlier and he's sitting there like kind of scribbling notes and sipping on a drink the room smells a little musty and uh kind of smoky there's a bunch of candles that are keeping it well lit excuse me sir you're at the front door and it's on the other side of the room he's just sitting there scribbling I'll just shout it. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. All right. Um, you hear one of the guards like, oh, what's going on? Hey, he sits up. He's like rubbing his eyes, looking at you. Has a pissed off look on his face. Like, oh, fucking adventurers. Sorry about just it. Just rolls over. Um, and Captain Dahlgren, he kind of looks at you. like, Has this kind of real confused look on his face like, huh? And he... Hesitantly gestures you over. Are you the Captain Dahlgren I've heard so much about? Yes. We're here to fix your wolf problem. We're um, an extermination force of sorts. Fix my wolf extermination? But whatever. All right, yeah. 20 gold pieces each. So 80 gold for the Ladia, 5 gold per pelt. Mm. This is kind of a ragtag crew. He looks at Chukashin stops like... Huh. Dragonborn. How many wolves are there? I don't know. A pack? I don't know wolves. I just know they're wolves. Where are you having the most trouble with them? Uh, they've been attacking the uh, the farms to the north, about an hour outside the city. Attacking they, uh, only at night? Yeah, only attacking at night. They've uh, killed some livestock, some chickens, some cattle and pigs, and they even attacked a farm boy and a dog. Uh, is, was it similar cases that took place in the east? They noticed that there were some uh, farms in the east that had activity, according to your message board. Oh, uh, no, no wolf attacks in the east. You talking about the missing people? Yes. Yeah, no, no. I don't know if those are connected. Hmm. I mean, that's like three hours to the east. Ah, I see. So, uh, is this normal here this time of year or seems a little out of the ordinary does anyone have the nature skill Thomas does all right Thomas why don't you roll a nature check d20 please Thomas roll a one okay um <laughs> you because you rolled a one you've never actually seen a wolf or studied a wolf even though you Whoa. lived in the forest please song dog so, song dog what <laughs> what oh song dog <laughs> okay Thomas has cute names for the animals. All that time spent alone. Okay. You you forgot what a wolf is, but you know what a song dog is. And, and you're like, okay, yeah, song dogs attack people at night. All right. So you you know a little bit about them. You're they're just they're predators. They sometimes hunt in packs. They're smart. Thomas will share everything he knows about this animal to the party. Okay. Including your clever name but, for yeah. them. Do you, do you just replace every time you, instead of wolf, you just say song dogs? Correct. Okay, cool. Useful. I mean, I mean, does anybody have any experience with hunting animals here? I've hunted small ones. Oh. Then we're not lost. Perfect. Yeah. Wolves are small. Thomas <laughs> surprisingly <laughs> also has experience hunting. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a long bow strapped to his back. Yeah. So what do you guys recommend then, oh, experienced wolf hunters? I mean, song dog hunter. Uh, I, I hate to 
cut you off here, but um, are you going to take the job or not? Oh, we'll take it. Good. Then get the hell out of here and be quiet. <laughs> yeah, great. Oh, oh, sorry. We got, we got, this happens to us. We just met. <laughs> what? Just, just go. We're, we got guys trying to sleep. Here. All right. Sorry about that. And gals. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> One of the women is just like rolls over and gives him the finger. Goes <laughs> nice. back to sleep. Uh, see you soon, Captain Dahlgren. Yeah, yeah, see you, sir. Until we meet again. Yeah, adventures. Kishan's you... already at the door. Okay, yeah. You got a wait. pretty long stride. Yeah, um, Aranya as... Can't wait to take some of that gold off your hands. <laughs> as you guys are passing by, like, the table where they were eating food, you just hear the mother, like, adventures. God. Who brought this group? everyone this is nikki and lauren co-creators of infinite quest we'd like to thank everyone for helping make this possible this has been a labor of love and we are excited to be able to share it with you if you want to stay up to date with our podcast and see behind the scenes shenanigans find us on instagram at infinite quest cast if you want to get in touch with us send us a direct message on instagram and finally thank you for listening enjoy Hey everyone, this is Bobby. And this is Jack. And we wanted to take the time today to say thank you to a few people. First and foremost, we want to thank Gary Gygax for creating D&D. Without it, everything we do here would not be possible. We want to thank Ed Greenwood for creating the Forgotten Realms, a magical world with infinite possibilities. A big thanks to Wizards of the Coast for keeping D&D alive. And, our opinion, the best it's ever been. If you haven't already, go check out dndbeyond.com. It's a great resource that we use here on the podcast for everything from creating characters to discovering new content. Finally, we want to thank you, the listeners. Without your support, we'd just be a bunch of nerds talking in the microphones. Or playing D&D in a room together. Yeah, let's go get back to that. All right, you guys leave the bar, and now you're kind of not sorry, not the bar. Not the bar. <laughs> you guys leave the barracks. We go to the bar, I assume. Okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. You're going to lead the way to, to the bar? Yeah. Uh, you guys are back at the White Hart Inn. The bartender comes around. She says, Would you like anything to eat or drink? Many drinks, perhaps, would be the appropriate saying for situations such as this. We need many drinks. You see her as she's pouring the drink. She's kind of talking with this uh in hushed tones to this dwarf and this dwarf is like he's the tallest dwarf you've ever seen which is kind of funny because you know tall dwarf he's standing next to the bar and he's nearly five feet tall he's a giant dwarf (laughs) giant dwarf yes are there any other distinguishing characteristics about him he's really muscular and He's got a giant battle axe that's resting next to him at the bar. Hmm. Like a two-handed battle axe. He's wearing plate armor. His back is kind of to you, though. So you don't really see anything else. Anyways, um, the bartender comes back uh, with your uh, bowls of stew. I say we 
chill for a bit, sleep through the night, get up bright and early, get out to those farms, and then kind of make camp and hang out until dusk falls and hopefully catch some wolves. Yes. Is there any supplies that we should pick up in the morning, or should we discuss that in the morning? Wolf pelts. Oh, Are we going to do some sheep in wolf's clothing situation? <laughs> well, I mean, what if we were to get wolf pelts for under 20 gold apiece? Oh, I do like where this is going. <laughs> I mean, I'm no old simple trader or nothing, but you know. <laughs> Just seems like maybe there's a profit to be made. Uh, I am an old simple trader, <laughs> as it turns out, Sister Homus. <laughs> All right, so we'll go out to a well. We'll go to the shops, acquire some wolf pelts, go out to the country for a plausible amount of time, and come back and resell the wolf pelts to the city watch. Kishan's just looking at them, kind of tilting her head. <sighs> no, no. Oh, I suppose maybe we could just kill wolves and just I do it the old-fashioned way. I mean, yeah. it just sounds far riskier. But... And more fun? How much are wolf pelts even worth anymore these days? How do you know that there are any here? What is the going rate? What's a wolf? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Song dog. Song dog pelts. Kashan <laughs> uh, actually makes that noise. That was in character. Uh, a couple of the, uh, the nearby townsfolk, they jerk a little bit and look at you when you make that noise. She smiles at them. What kind of smile? Teeth. Oh, okay. They just like put their heads down and go right back to drinking their yeah. beers. <laughs> so somewhat defeated by the brilliant idea of selling said pelts, uh, I will begin my drinking and then, yeah. So anyone up for a game? I, Thomas nods. I just so happen to have some cards, unless you have something else that you wish to use. Cards are good. May I take a look at them before we play? Oh, but of course. I will pull out my uh, my playing card set from this here yield character sheet, and uh, I will throw them to you. They are tattered on the edges, and they seem worse for wear, and there's definitely some folds. Aranya's going to examine for any meaningful folds real quick. It seems like a lot of the cards are marked. <laughs> but uh, whether it's intentional or not, you can't really tell. Uh, I'm going to buy Vraxis a strong beverage, make him drink it, and then we'll play. Oh, you play a dangerous game, my dear. Gashan <laughs> definitely tries to stop that from happening. <laughs> you want to go on a quest with him? Yeah, but first I want to try to win some money off him. He can only sort of handle his liquor. She tries to whisper. That's it's tough. It's tough when you have reptilian lips. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Things for us to learn about each other. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some drinking and gaming if I'm allowed to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm a dungeon master, but you should ask your reptilian yeah, I, mom. <laughs> I mean, I definitely need her. So the bartender is back now, and she's looking at you guys. Oh, no, we definitely need more drinks. Yeah, thank you, ma'am. I'll get one of your strongest liquors. I'll throw her gold piece and say, make it stiff. <laughs> Raise my eyebrows, <laughs> which I did here, but you can't see it. So, two dragon ante. Oh, I'm totally cheating, too, for the record. <laughs> yeah, like, we're just, we're just, like, testing out the waters with each other. Okay, I want you guys to both roll uh, opposed... <laughs> Sleight of hand yeah. checks. I'll, I'll, I'll be using a minor illusion for a card change using sleight of hand. Mine's a 12. A 12. Oh no! 
Natural one. Natural one. Okay. Critical fail. It's better to be lucky than good. Yeah. Wow. We've rolled three 20 sided dice, and so far we've gotten two one. And a ten. Two ones and a ten. Good not, thing this not bad, guys. Not good bad. thing the stakes are yeah. low. Maybe you should not go after these wolves. So when Aranya throws down her hand to beat you, uh, she is one card short, and she doesn't realize it. <laughs> she lost a couple gold pieces there. Damn it. I will take said gold pieces and immediately invest them in a nightcap and make my way to my room with my bottle. <laughs> Aranya is very embarrassed. How long does that last? She needs to sleep this one off. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, uh, the night passes with that incident. You guys wake up in the morning, and uh, the bar is, again, full. Uh, this time, there's not as many townsfolk in the bar, but there are more adventurers, and actually different groups of adventurers, a lot of them. They look like they're uh, eating breakfast. Some of them are still drinking and kind of, like, you know, like gambling. The only person that you guys recognize is the uh, dwarf who's still standing at the bar. Can I go up and ask him what the big quest is around here, considering that there were a bunch of things on the wall that weren't being taken and the adventurers appear to be doing something? says, well, clearly you're not from around these parts, but uh, yeah, everybody's uh, interested in exploring the ruins of Mithdrenor. Mm. Yeah, so most people don't like adventurers around here. Why? Because they just basically trash the place and treat this like a some kind of rest stop on the way to get riches then they leave Thack by the way holds a hand and his hands are actually as big as yours amazing um she doesn't express that that's internal and she's she's kind of like the the claws make it hard for me to shake so she kind of like holds out a fist he's like this is how we uh gesture in this part of the woods he grabs your hand oh. and like gives you a firm shake she's impressed i'm gishan nice, nice to, to meet you, you. so are you uh you working out here or are you going to the ruins obviously not if you just asked me about that never mind i've been drinking all night um <laughs> yeah no sleep for you huh no sleep oh no i'm uh i'm on break for a little bit waiting for my crew to get back to me your crew yeah fair enough yeah we're uh are the rest of you guys down in the bar yeah they're all down there okay i point at the group we're gonna go uh get some wolves oh good for you all right well you got any questions about this place ask me i'm gonna be here for the well till i retire will do thanks all right good hunting what does the exit look like to this bar? It looks like a double door made of wood with a, uh, you know, some iron straps on it. I'd like to investigate the uh, uh, opposite side of the door. Okay, cool. So you're outside. Okay. <laughs> Aranya, like, watches in confusion as Tahomas silently and without explanation picks up all of his items and walks out the door and then she follows suit. Well, not silently. You heard the creaking of my whole limbs. <laughs> um, wordlessly, I guess. Wordlessly. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's kind of an overcast day and there's a like a light fog layer that's kind of hanging around. It's pretty cold outside. It's it's like late fall. 
What's it smell like? Petrichor. It smells actually kind of like right by the bar. It smells like horse dung. Nice. Yeah. And you see there's a couple of steaming piles and the uh, early morning cold. True. But geez, thanks for asking. <laughs> All right. The two of your companions just left outside. Fraxis and uh, Gashan, what are you doing? You're still kind of standing in the bar. I turn around and be like, did they just walk out on us? <laughs> I'm sure they'll be back. I'm eating, so... What are you eating over there? I'm gonna go like reach my my skeletal like hand towards you. <laughs> Everyone's describing their hands, mine's skeletal. <laughs> Decrepit. She she's you basically got the, the breakfast which was uh sausage and bread. Pretty typical food. I'm pulling my plate away as he's reaching his skeletal uh, hand. Go get your own food. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Don't drink so much. Arania's gonna open the door back up with her surprisingly muscular hand and, <laughs> and then poke her head in and shout to Braxis and Gashan, hey, you guys ready yet? Man, you pulled that door open so firmly. <laughs> There's incredible strength in that hand. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. She's eating or something. I'm done. <laughs> Let's go. Alright, the, the day is Bright and shiny. I'll look at the barkeep. I'll like look him square in his orbitable sockets with my <laughs> eyeballs. And then I throw him a coin and say, thanks. And start walking out. Thanks for listening to Infinite Quest. Additional thanks to Sean Richardson, our audio engineer, and to tabletopaudio.com for our theme songs. If you'd like to learn more, you can check out our website at infinitequest.squarespace.com. If you enjoy our podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you and hope you will join us for the next episode of Infinite Quest.